I'm Alex. And I'm Teddy. And we are the, the Button Mappers. Hey, the Button Mappers. <laughs> Yahoo! It's the way of the future. It's the way of the Mario. <laughs> that's that's what happens when you combine Mario and then the first letter of Odyssey is you get Mario. Mario. <laughs> the spiritual Shenmue. Mario Odyssey. Mario Odyssey. <laughs> Mario Odyssey. <laughs> Yahoo! Yahoo! Welcome, welcome Button Mappers. Welcome. Welcome. Well, no, stop. We're we're the button mappers. We are the button mappers. We are they the are button the, mappers. They are the mapettes. The mapettes. <laughs> let's let's yes, be gender like, neutral here. I wish we had like a dance team and we called them the mapettes. <laughs> <laughs> There's always room for uh, you know for the if budgeting. I guess. No, yeah. Knows any backup dancers that want to come and dance for us on our videos for our signature map outs, especially. Yeah, the map-outs. <laughs> map-outs and the map-outs. <laughs> Super Mario Odyssey. We're going to talk about this game because it's a game that came out on the Switch in 2017. Heels, yeah. It's a, very, it's a game where Mario is a Mario. Do we need to tell you who who the hell Mario is? You know who Mario is. He's Mario, the little red dude. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with Sonic. The little blue dude. <laughs> the little blue dude, yeah. <laughs> Ma- Mario. Mario. He was the, and he is still the gaming icon. Yep, and he's really gone ahead and proved it on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, Mario Mario Odyssey. Uh, one of the top tier Switch games, and we're going to jump right into uh, talking about why this game is worth mapping. Let's map out Mario Odyssey. So, Teddy, you start up your new uh, save file in the brand new Switch title, Mario Odyssey. Yeah. We did. We did. We started new save files for, for Mario Odyssey. What do you see? So What do you Odyssey? Honestly, for Odyssey, I'm filled with modesty. No, I'm not going to be Dr. Dr. Seuss. Um, okay, so start start Dr. I'm calling him Dr. Mark. God damn. <laughs> Dr. Odyssey. Dr. Odyssey. <laughs> um, Dr. Mario Odyssey. Look, here's the thing, right? Is you start Mario Odyssey and it starts like no modesty. <laughs> I can't do this. I can do this. I, it starts like no Mario like ever before. It's dramatic. It's a fight scene from the very get-go between Mario and Bowser. And yes, these games have started with, you know, Mario and Bowser fighting. However, they're on top of the air cruiser. They're fighting over the princess, except she's dressed in wedding garb. And who's she oh, marrying, no. Alex? Not Luigi. That's Not for Waluigi. Sure. That's also for sure. Good old, our boy, Bowser. Dun, dun, dun. He's our, he's our boy. So long, gay Bowser. He's our boy. <laughs> He's looking pretty sharp, too. 
Yeah, he's got that suit on and everything. I like his little. I like the way his like sh- his feet have like little metal pieces on his feet. Mm. It makes him still look threatening, and it's like a it's like the most threatening suit I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> what was striking to you about the intro to the game? Um, well, for one, that they were already fighting on top of the airship. It's it's almost like a, a previous Mario game had just ended. You know, it's crazy. Mm. Um, like Mario, like how did he get up there? Like what what adventure was he on already? Mm-hmm. Um, so not only has Bowser kidnapped the princess, but he's going to marry her. He's going to make it official. Mm. You know, which he kidnaps he kidnaps the princess every every week. Every you know, it's 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 a regular thing. You know, you know, when, Monday they have golf. You know, <laughs> Tuesday they Tuesday they have a party. <laughs> Wednesday he kidnaps the princess. You know, it's just regular week in the Mushroom Kingdom. But the wedding is special. Yes, he's going to marry Peach. She's going to be his wife, and that's going to be that. Um, and he defeats Mario. Something that I don't think we've seen before. Am I right? Where he's actually, like, defeated Mario? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think back to, like, the Mario and Luigi games, and there, Mario usually stomps on Bowser. And, you know, it's that. Mario's inside story. He's, like, digested by Bowser, whatever. But uh, this one, yeah, he's he's pummeled. Yeah, Mario does not save Peach, and he, he gets embarrassed in the worst Mario way possible. He's like yeah, Mario Shane. For what? He gets thrown off the ship, and his his poor Mario's Mario's iconic red hat gets torn to shreds mm-hmm. by a by a propeller. And you know, I mean, you think to Mario sixty four. He's lost the hat. You know, that little monkey steals your hat. Mario gets it back. Not a big deal. But when's the last time you saw Mario's head? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Mario, Mario's had that hat for like just over 30 years, and there it goes. Rip, rip the shreds. Mm. So he's kicked off the airship. What next? He lands in our, our first kingdom here, the Cap Kingdom. Kingdom for Cap? <laughs> for Captain America? Captain, <laughs> Captain American Kingdom? <laughs> for Capcom? <laughs> it's the Cap Kingdom. And I, and I say the Cap Kingdom because this game is all about going to different kingdoms. Mm-hmm. Isn't that cool? Yeah. You could call it an odyssey. <laughs> well... <laughs> I'm glad you can because that's what they did. Mm-hmm. What happens in the Cap Kingdom? Mario wakes up and he is uh, notices he's in this weird black and white looking kingdom, and he finds uh, his his new friend. Wow! What's his friend's name? His name is Cappy. Do you know what Cappy does? Does he cap? <laughs> <laughs> He caps. Does he cap? <laughs> cap is 40. It's 40 ounce bottle. Yeah. He caps. For shame. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's just a soda factory. <laughs> Talk to me about the cap. Cappy is a hat ghost. I think. Um, We're he's definitely a hat. Not what he is, but. Yes. What the hell is Cappy, Nintendo? He's a cat. <laughs> a cat. A hat. Cap ghost thing that can take the shape of any hat desired. 
Mm. Okay. So noticing noticing that you know Bowser has gotten away with his with his sister, I believe, right? And um, noticing Mario has plummeted from the sky, um, he puts two or two together and realizes he should probably help this guy. So he becomes a hat for good old boy Mario. And the first hat he becomes is the best hat. It's a top hat. <laughs> but Mario, Mario's not too fond of that one, so it becomes the classic Mario hat. Mm, with? With eyes. With eyes. How creepy. How fucking creepy. <laughs> so if, if you're wondering why on the, on the cover art for Mario Odyssey, his hat has eyes, that's why. I get creeped it's, out when I see the, your... the Odyssey hats, like, in YouTube videos or in... Yeah. You know, when people are wearing them, like, without considering what they're wearing. <laughs> or in, like, the yeah, game Yeah, like, you're wearing a whole character under your head. Mm-hmm. Like, he's your companion. He's your, uh, your, your Navi or your Minda mm-hmm. in, in this game. Good, good comparison. Yeah. So, and he feels plot relevant. Like, remember in Sunshine, did, did Flood feel plot relevant? Um, no. Flood was a little annoying, yeah. if, I, if I can... Yeah, he, he was just there as a tool to use. I didn't mind what Flood did. Like, I liked the abilities. But as far as, like, yes. the character of Flood, no, I don't, I don't care about Flood. Yeah, but Cappy has character. Cappy likes to, likes to joke around sometimes, and, you know, he's... He's he's but he's he's also on the Odyssey. He'll he'll talk to you between kingdoms while you're on the ship and every, you know everything else. He's he's integral to the game's plot. So what does Cappy offer Mario within the Cap Kingdom? Well, the Cap Kingdom we should say is like a tutorial area where you'll really get get to learn Mario's uh, controls and really get to learn what the what the plumber can do. Um, and one of the key things is that you can throw Cappy. Which mm. is nice for collecting coins. You, you can use them to, to collect coins. You can use them to uh, like take off like posters off walls to find secrets, uh, to pluck like um, poles from the ground and stuff like that. And it's he's very useful. You would th- you would be throwing Cappy a lot. Mm-hmm. And he really does open up the game quite a bit in terms of how you play. The level almost feels incomplete without him. Like you start off chasing Cappy. You know, running to try and get him down. Well, those first few minutes of trying to get to him are almost a little awkward, even though the game plays like previous 3D Mario's before it. Yes, but after you get Cappy, it really feels like this is what the game was designed around. And Teddy, do you know what happens whenever you get to the uh, the? I guess you call it the cave area in this section. <laughs> Alex, do I ever? <laughs> It's probably Cappy, one of the most remarkable moments in the game. Cappy shows off what he is all about. And it's a very unique mechanic, and it's something that I've never seen a game do before. Alex, do you remember your first time? I remember my first time like it was yesterday. Heart music. <laughs> um, I had just started playing Odyssey. It was my first time playing the Switch, actually. It wasn't the first time I... If, like it wasn't my switch it was my friend's switch he brought it over me to try out and he said here here's mario you like mario play it so i started playing mario i get to this part i'm like oh this game's pretty fun so far i can jump around on mario it's, it feels very free I, I i get to the section where i can't progress and i see this frog and uh cappy's like maybe you should try to throw me at that frog or something and my friend's like yeah try to try to hit that frog so i throw cappy at the frog and Cappy attaches to the frog, and Mario gets sucked into the frog's head, 
And he's like falling through this like like the frog's mind and there's like pictures of frogs flying by him and then all of a sudden Mario is the frog. It was bizarre, right? What? <laughs> and that's 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 probably the first moment I realized like, oh, this is what Odyssey's about. Hmm. You know, it's a very Majora's Mask-esque transformation. Except without, yeah, it, like, yeah, all the drama and sadness. Well, it, it was still kind of unsettling, because, like, Mario's like, What the hell? He's, like, being sucked <laughs> into his head. You know? <laughs> so it was still, like, Mario was like, Aah! But then after it happens, you, you know, Mario's like, Oh, shit, I'm a frog. And then, like, you realize you can use the frog to get to higher ground that you couldn't get to before as Mario. Hmm. And you're like, Oh, okay. I see what they're doing here. They really... It brought you a new gameplay mechanic that was fun, fresh, and exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely the first moment in the game where it's like you're learning the Odyssey mechanic and the Odyssey skill. It's not just throwing a hat. It's becoming the map. If I do say that so as myself, as a button mapper. Yeah. You know. It's, it's, it's very fun. And it's a very fun and fresh mechanic that doesn't intrude on the Mario platforming that you want to do. Mm-hmm. In fact, it actually just really enhances it. Like the massive jumps as the frog, the the skipping across water, and you know you you do that to get to the top of the Cap Kingdom, where you fight some interesting mini bosses. Do you want to talk about them? Uh, yeah, so uh, Bowser has hired wedding planners. Isn't that cute? Uh, but they're not. Yeah, but they're not cute. This is the, These are the Brutals, and they are rabbit creatures that Bowser has hired to um, plan his wedding. And they're not going to let you ruin it. Well, hypothetically. Hypothetically. Do you like these characters? No, they suck. Yeah, me either. <laughs> <laughs> They, I felt like Nintendo was like, oh, we need to come up with a brand new Mario enemy. And then they just made rabbit versions of the Koopalings. How do you uh, feel about them as compared to the Koopalings? I'd probably rather have the Koopalings, because at least I, I know the Koopalings by name, and I can kind of, like, you know, get a feel for their, their characters. Like, the Brutals are just kind of, like, interchangeable white rabbits with, like, different clothes on, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and I could probably name several of the Kooplings off the top of my head, and you know, I, I barely know them, but they're iconic and they're they're like cute little mini renditions of Bowser. I didn't. I had to look up what the Brutals were even called after the game was done, even though I'd seen them so many times. Yeah, they're just boring, <laughs> and I felt like maybe you know Nintendo could have done a lot better with the uh, secondary enemies having coop you know having bowser's underlings i, I took the fact that they're trying to introduce new enemy characters that's awesome you know instead of really you know you know instead of trying to rely on kamek or on the koopalings or whatever mm-hmm. you know they're trying to come up with something new and fresh it's just what they came up with wasn't very good <laughs> even if they tried they tried they brought the airship back and whatnot but yeah uh and unfortunately it's not quite all that nor a bag of chips yeah, so you beat the uh, the brutal that attacks you there, um, which, again, I, I I think their boss fights are very reminiscent to the Koopalings. They're, they're very simple boss fights. Then what? Then, Teddy, um, you're at the end of the road. There's just nothing there but, like, a power line. Uh, yeah, like, what the hell? Like, 
Like the the scene just so, goes completely silent. You know, it's dead quiet after you've beaten the mini boss. Usually, you're like rewarded. You get some moons. I think you get some moons, maybe. Yeah, you get some moons. You get a moon or something. But you know, the moon. You get the moon, and then you're just sitting there at the top of the Cap Kingdom power line, looking out on the moon. What do you do? You throw your hat. <laughs> when in doubt, throw your hat. And throw your hat, and Mario became a little, uh, I don't know, like e- like electric ball thing. Mm-hmm. And he just zips across the line. And then the Mario Odyssey logo appears. Or whatever the song is. <laughs> that was a moment for sure. When I saw I became the Volt, you know, I was like, okay, you know, after the frog, that's cool. I can become transformations. And I became an electric Volt, and I ziplined to another kingdom how did you feel when that first happened i was like whoa that's that's it that's the cap kingdom i was like wait wait a second what uh-huh and then um i was like and then like it like zipped and you know because like, i was like maybe the cap kingdom's like the hub world you know and uh then it zipped and i was like what is this it's like this green watery kingdom with like dinosaur uh fossils and stuff in front of me and i was like what what wait a second <laughs> Wait a second, and then it popped up. This is the uh, Cascade Kingdom. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, this that yeah. was a dramatic change because the Cap Kingdom was drab. It was dark. It was you know covered in fog. It was literally black and white. You know, and now you're yeah. in this colorful just... prehistoric region. Vibrant. It's very vibrant. It looks nice. It looks fun. It looks like you want to explore it. Gets you excited. <laughs> yeah. What were you excited about when you first played through Cascade Kingdom? Um, the first thing I was excited about, the fact that the one of the first things I saw were chain chomps. And I was like, yo, I want to be a chain chomp. <laughs> Which you do, you know, that, that, that happens. Mm-hmm. I was also excited because one of the things they showed was a giant sleeping T-Rex. Mm-hmm. That's which, Not if like you've cart- seen footage for this game, you've seen the T-Rex. Yeah, not like a cartoon, like Yoshi-looking T-Rex. Like, a fucking T-Rex. Mm-hmm. Like, straight out of Animal Planet. Uh, yeah. Oh, I was going to say Jurassic Park, but... Yeah. Uh-huh. Straight out Whatever. of, um, you know, dinosaur cereal. No, not quite. It's more intense than that. <laughs> dinosaur mac and cheese. Straight out of that. <laughs> um, it was... Uh, what was the first thing that caught your eye about this kingdom? Oh, God. I mean, well... The first thing that caught my eye was probably the kingdom. <laughs> uh, no, I, I really liked how lush it was. You know, there's a waterfall early on. And yeah, the chain chomps are cool. I did kind of wish I could, like, roam around as them. But, you know, as far as standout moments here, there's a T-Rex. There's a 2D warp pipe. And there are chain chomps. And I think those are some real highlights to this level becoming the t-rex is just like it's it's almost iconic for this game like i had to hand the switch to my girlfriend on my second playthrough and just be like hey you know there's a really cool transformation right here you want to try and find it and uh, she's like yeah i'll try it and then when she saw the t-rex her eyes bulge and she was like whoa that's so cool and then she like started running around like you know chomping things down the t-rex would fall asleep she'd go back at the t-rex it was you know that that i think is a signature for cascade kingdom i you know i don't want to bust mario's bubble but i i believe banjo did this years earlier in tui and you're right did it do it as well no <laughs> i do love banjo too don't get me wrong 
but yeah, the T-Rex transformation here was just so fun. I just, I, I was like trying to find everything that was breakable in the environment. You know, it was like opening up new pathways, new secrets, new like power, new moons you can collect. Like, just it was so fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, like, like you had mentioned in our Banjo Kazooie map out that you used to try and push the limits of the transformations and go explore. Did you do that with the T-Rex this time? Yeah, I mean, you you couldn't go too far because it's like a small area. But yes, I did, and I, and I tried to find everything I could to, to interact with with the T-Rex. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, what else do you think about in this level besides the T-Rex? Um, the fact that it starts throwing hidden moons at you, there's a lot of stuff you can miss. A lot of moons that you may not even think about collecting that, that you could find. And uh, it, it dawned on me while I was playing this level, Jesus fucking Christ, there's a lot of moons in this game. They're nothing like power stars. Mm -hmm. or, or shine sprites. They are, like, they are everywhere. You will be getting moons left and right. Mm. It, and it, it almost feels like... Like, almost like, oh, oh no, like, how long is this game? Like, how many... Like, you know, if there's like 300 moons, I'm getting them this fast. Whoa, whoa, whoa you know. But, the, you know, but I want you to, to relax and think about the fact that there's like 800-something moons in this game. Mm. So, Yeah. You're you're gonna collect some of them pretty damn fast. Uh, that's true. The number of moons that you need to get out of this level is, I think, it's like six or seven. So, but you're right in that. Just going around and exploring, you just happen upon so many moons. You know, it almost becomes a staple that every time you go into a 2D warp pipe section from this point on in the game, there's like a hidden part of the wall that you can walk through, and there's a moon. And the uh, 2D pipe sections are fucking cool they like harken back to mario one and uses his mario one model and i love it so much because mario one is my favorite mm. and the the music remixes as an 8-bit theme yes mm -hmm. yes it's so it's so cool and you're right yeah you do get one for those so that kind of tells you um i i do think that that's an issue with the game we'll talk about it later but i do think that collecting so many so fast kind of devalues the moons mm. um I think, I, and and you're right, but I also, you know, I wanna, I wanna, um, how do I say this? I wanna appreciate the sheer fun of the collecting aspect in this game. It's like, where can I find the next moon? Where's the next one gonna be hiding? How far can I go as the T Rex? Can I do anything else with the chain chomp? Yeah, it's it's just like it's a big playground, and Mario games haven't felt like this in forever. Mm -hmm. So it was so refreshing to um, hop back in and, and play uh, the, my, the the Cascade Kingdom and, and, and realize that Nintendo did it. You know, they made something that just made me ex want to explore like I was a kid. Hmm. Yeah, that's fair. There's a boss fight here. Do you want to talk about it? Uh, you fight a brutal. <laughs> it's like a mama brutal or something. Yeah. How about that? You use a chain chop against it. I mean, that, that's got that's kind of neat. That's a neat use of the chain chop. Um, but other than that, I don't care about the Brutal. Yeah, me neither. But um, you beat the Brutal. You get a three-ring moon thing, which is kind of a cool little aesthetic thing. It's like a moon necklace. You get three moons at once. And the golden chain chomp is, is kind of cute. But uh, other than that, you know, you take your moons. You bring them back to your ship, the Odyssey. You power it up. And you gain a sail. And where do you sail off to, Alex? You sail off to your second kingdom, the Sand Kingdom. 
just me making like sand noises. That's pretty good. I, I thought I was in a desert for a second. Wow, you may just be. Aren't you in like <laughs> the Midwest? The Sand Kingdom. And not only is this your average, everyday Mario Sand level, this level's special. Yeah. You said in the previous kingdom was where you realized that, oh my gosh, how many moons are there? This yeah. is that kingdom for me. Ooh, when okay. I first played this level, I probably spent like two hours here just collecting and collecting and collecting and the world kept changing and it was already huge to begin with. It's a big area. I got like 48 moons on my first playthrough just just in this second level and it's just because just because I, I wanted to see what was out there and I was having so much fun really exploring this massive desert kingdom. It's I really loved getting off of the ship and first thing you see is a little village. And I was like, oh, and you get to see some of like, you meet like the, like the little skeleton people that live there and they're like, uh, like fiesta themed clothing and stuff. And it's so cool. Like it, it really felt like this was like a part of the Mario world, you know, mm -hmm. like this and, was some, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, like this was some like unexplored, like culture in the Mario universe. It's Tostarina. <laughs> it was so cool. <laughs> This is the level where it, it stood out to me that Mario has a wardrobe. Oh, yeah. You know, there was the shop in the Cascade Kingdom, but it was really apparent in this one. You know, you can put a whole poncho and sombrero, or I don't I don't know the right phrases here, but, you know, you can you can garb up Mario for the occasion. Oh, yeah, and, and you get a power moon for doing it, too. There's a little mission where you have to get into this party, and you need the right clothes to get in is it a Mario party? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> but not only is there, there a little village, but there's all kinds of like temples and ruins and, you know, it looks like some like Mayan stuff. You know, it looks, it's very cool. Mm. What are some of the standout stylish features of the Sand Kingdom for you? Um, for one, I love the, for one, I mean, I, I love the aesthetic. I love how it's like, there's these like big shards of ice sticking out of the sand and you're like ice and sand that makes no fucking sense you know until you get to uh i think it's you know like like later on and, and you realize what's causing it and you're like oh okay and then uh <laughs> and then uh, i love the temples i think the temples have a really nice aesthetic they don't look egyptian they look maya you know mm. uh which is very different because i think most mario games that have like that like desert levels try to keep it like more like an egyptian Egypt looking area, you know. Mm. Like this, like the sand's not even yellow. It's like the sand's like brown. Mm -hmm. So it gives it like a very different feel. Mm -hmm. This level's a total mesh of stuff, and I love it. I love the hidden king, like not kingdoms, the hidden, uh, I guess you'd call them temple areas, and the challenges that are there. And, you know, I, it, it definitely plays into some of the transformations and, uh, you know, acquiring things as well. This is the first level where you can change into a Goomba, which is pretty unique. The Goombas do a couple of things, you know. Um, how do you feel about the Goomba transformation? I love stacking the Goombas. <laughs> I, I love to see how many Goombas I can stack in an area. <laughs> do you know what your max is? I don't. I don't know, but I've no, I've know I've gotten them up pretty high before. <laughs> it's just, it's yeah. so it's so fun. Probably at like 15, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> you know what transformation stuck out here for me? It's got to be the bullet bill. 
Oh, it's the bullet bill, man. That was so cool. That's such a unique way to and to to change up the platforming. Mm-hmm. Not not only the platforming, but the puzzle solving. Mm-hmm. There's like I, certain things you have to hit the with the bullet bill. Have you ever like thought much of the bullet bill before this? No, like you know, outside of like the Mario Kart where they're like you're an item. Like no. Hmm. In this one, it it just completely opens up the game, in a way. I mean, you can only go so far as the bullet bill. But you can pretty much fly across yeah. infinite and space. You, and and they break objects, and it makes them very useful. And it's just like... Plus, I like the fact that it's timed, because it kind of like... When you're trying to like... Like, say, like, there's some power moons off in like a pillar, and I was like, oh, Lord, can I make it out here with this thing? And then, like, I barely made it by, like, the skin of my teeth, you know? And I was like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> there's uh, another acquirable in this level that's not necessarily a bullet bill but it also stands out to me do you know what it is is it the um is it the tiki looking head the easter island head actually i don't really like those things um, oh well those things yeah those things are weird yeah um i i love the jaxies though oh okay so you know it's like this massive desert level and it's almost a little intimidating well once you've cleared the first uh i guess up to the brutals maybe yeah and you no, i think it's beyond that I, I i think it's once you figure out the the whole freezing issue um that might be it the well i know it's once it's nighttime which we should say that also these these kingdoms from now on after you do the brutal stuff and and find what what bowser was there for because he's he's in all the kingdoms to find something for his wedding mm. so once you uh figure all that out there's still more to explore and more stuff to do like like in the kingdom beyond that mm-hmm and they really do feel alive. Mm. The Jaxies really open up the level to me. Like, I think there's even a section where it's like, it's, what the Jaxie is for our audio listeners, I guess, is that, you know, you're this, you're on this taxi cab that's a statue of a lion and it comes to life and just starts like running across the desert and you can barely break the thing. It's like invincible pretty much. It's, it's so much fun to ride on that thing. Were you confused when you saw the guy with the taxi cab in the desert and you were like, what is that? What? What?" Yes, because I wondered where the hell he went after I fixed everything. <laughs> yeah, it's like a real ass guy with a taxi cab. And you're like, what is, what is he doing way out here? Mm, I was wondering when I would get to the Metro Kingdom, which I was aware of because of like trailers and stuff. Yeah, I kind of spoiled it. Yeah, unfortunately. What else? Uh, is there anything else you want to say about the Sand Kingdom? I feel like uh, at times it can be a little daunting to try to find all the moons because it is such a big area. Um, it's, I mean, it can, it can be for some people it can be fun to explore because it is such a big area. But for me, at points I found myself like, "Holy shit!" Like I still got all this area I haven't even very like explored very much. You know, like mm. like like how many moons do I have to find in this place? You know. The other thing that was a little intimidating for me and that I didn't fully get here was all of the purple coins. So even though I had spent a good two, two and a half hours here, um, I got like 90 uh, purple coins. And you need the purple coins if you want to buy every item from the shop. That's so right. That, that but, was a little daunting for me. But you don't need to. I mean, you can go in there and buy your power moon. They have power moons on sale usually. And then you can go in and buy clothes from Mario and change up his outfit. But the rest of them are just like collectibles and stuff for your uh, airship. Mm-hmm. I, I think I might have bought, like, the upside-down pyramid one. Hmm. Fair enough. 
So I guess we'll take that to the next kingdom, and this time we have a choice. Oh, this is where the game really like is like, which kingdom do you want to go to next? And it gives you a choice between the wooded kingdom and the lake kingdom. Teddy, which one did you go to first? I went to the wooden kingdom. Do you know why? Why's that? Because I hate swimming in 3D platformers. Oh, you poor soul. <laughs> we'll get back to that when we get to the sea kingdom. Let's talk about the wood kingdom. It's wood. Uh-huh. This kingdom was the first kingdom that I was maybe a little underwhelmed with. Mm-hmm. Um, I like... It has, like, a weird aesthetic of... Almost like a post-apocalyptic factory at points. It's like it's like wood wooded areas and then like metal rusted looking areas. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it does give off a very unique aesthetic, but this one is very. I feel like this one's much smaller on a, a scale mm. than the than, than the last two. This one has verticality. Is its big, mm-hmm. you know, platforming feature. How did you feel escalating the wooded kingdom? It was a fun platformer challenge. I especially like the little things that you um, get that like can grow their legs. The little little enemies. Yeah, these guys are called uproots, but I yeah, they yeah they like they like grow their legs really high and then they pop up up to that point and you can do some really cool platforming like that. Um, it, it added a nice challenge to some of the areas. Mm. And this one, this one I felt was definitely geared towards more being a solid platformer stage than it was a collective on stage. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? I'm not a big fan of it, to be honest. Uh, the You know, the transformation was interesting, the uproots, and you do use them to good effect uh, in the last cycle of the moon collections here. We have to defend a flower field. I guess that's the big story element here. But otherwise, I, I can't say I'm like excited to go back to Wooded Kingdom. There's nothing like real standout here. There are some tanks which are interesting, but again, I I didn't think they were any of the highlights for the game. Oh yeah, you do become the tank here. That's right. I think by comparison to like the Chain Chomp and the T Rex, I just did not get that same sense of like surprise or like wow, this is so cool. Yeah, and I expected it to slow down at some point, but. I still think this level works pretty well for a 3D platformer. Um, maybe not the, the kind of 3D platformer this game is trying to be. I felt like maybe they this was Nintendo slipping back into their Mario 3D world, Mario Galaxy style, where it's a little more linear. Um, but I did like the tank sections, I did like the uproot sections, and I do think the the meshing of like the the post-apocalyptic looking like rusted factories and the uh, and the grass and stuff really works for the aesthetics. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I, here's another thing, um, and maybe this is why it feels underwhelming. Sometimes when this game gives you a choice between two worlds, both of those worlds are condensed by comparison to like your Toast Arena, Sand Kingdom, etc., uh-huh. um, which are, feel massive and open. They actually divide the number of like moons and purple coins that you get here. Uh, so I know you can only get like 50 purple coins um, on like Lake Kingdom or maybe Wood Kingdom as well. I'm not entirely sure off the top of my head. Um, did you feel that maybe this level suffered from feeling too condensed? Yeah, like I said, I definitely felt more like a um, linear level than a open level, and it it made this kingdom fly by. Um, 
And I, I don't recall a lot of it because I played through it and I never looked back. <laughs> and why should you? Except in the map out. Except in the map out. Um, no looking back from there. Let's go to the other kingdom. I like the Lake Kingdom. Really? Where's yes. the one that was dreading swimming and uh, I want to say Sonic the Hedgehog, but I was Dewey. well. I did this level last just like you because I didn't want to swim. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Little did my my little peanut brain think about <laughs> the fact that we can probably use a new enemy to swim. <laughs> and that enemy was the cheap cheap. I had the exact same oversight. It was. I was like, I became the cheap cheap, and I was like, holy shit, this is fun. They made swimming fun. Like, no air, no bad controls. Like, you're just a fucking fish. This is great. <laughs> it was fun to explore. I actually, I actually like being in the water more than I liked being on my feet on on this level. I actually wanted to explore more in the water. Hmm. Yeah, it's fair. This is like your Atlantis looking kingdom. You know, it's like an underwater, you know, mermaids and there's like architecture and it is really cool. And I have to say, you know, I did not, I did not think about like becoming a cheap cheap before this. They, that was not shown off. And I appreciate that for not being spoiled for me. Uh, because when I first became the cheap cheap, that was like another moment where the transformations were like, were significant and impactful. Mm-hmm. And this is a, a, a level with a lot of like hidden, hidden like pathways and a hidden room and stuff. Because at first it looks it looks pretty small, but then you find there's a lot, a, 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 like a lot of cool hidden stuff in this level. Mm -hmm. um, like you said, it is kind of a smaller area, like Wooded Kingdom, and that's that that's an issue I have with this. I felt like, which I don't want to talk about this kingdom yet, but I feel like Lake Kingdom should have been part of a bigger world, and there's a Beach Kingdom later on that I felt like this could have been part of that world. Mm. You could have like, be, you know, like became a cheap cheap in that, you know, on the beach kingdom, gone down in the water or something, you know, down the ocean and went to this kingdom. Mm. And, you know, it could have been like one big world, but instead it's broken up and it, it does feel smaller. Mm. And it's a shame because by comparison to the Wooded Kingdom, I think Lake Kingdom really had something going for it. You know, we t we've talked about Banjo-Tooie, and, you know, I, what do you remember about the Atlantis stage in that game? Have you gotten there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I beat, I, I beat Tooie. What do you think about the Atlantis there versus the Atlantis here? The Atlantis there, I felt like, was a lot more mystical. Because it was almost like, cause, you know, because you started on the harbor, which I think would have helped this, too, if you started on, on the Beach Kingdom, because then they could have been talking about it, you know. Because um, you started on the harbor, and then you have to open up the area. And then you go down into it, and it's just like this, this like almost like an unexplored place, you know. It, it definitely it feels it feels fun to explore, and mm. I like the Lake Kingdom, but I feel like it would have been a lot more fun if instead of just being like, oh, here's Lake Kingdom, have fun. If I just like had to open the passageway and the beach area, and then swim down, and just like, oh, mermaids, and and what is this big crystal ball, and what is this, you know, like what is all this stuff, you know? It just like felt like a big secret kingdom, you know. That's fair. This one might have worked later in the game. I agree with you. Um, other than that, was there anything else that stood out for you for, for this area? So there's no major boss battle here that I'm seeing, although I'm not like looking over all of the No, there's there there is one brutal fight, I believe. But but that's not I wouldn't call that a major boss fight. It's like okay, we we glossed over it in the Sand Kingdom, but there was like the Aztec looking guy that you fight. 
Yes. That's your first major boss. And you make him punch game. himself. <laughs> you do, yeah. Um, which I guess is a running theme for a couple bosses here, but um, yeah, this is, it just culminates in a brutal battle. That's the only major plot point here, and again, I feel like there was some room here for some like crazy octopus fight or something. You know? I could have cleaned some fish teeth. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sunshine. Um, I mean, anything though, like besides cleaning eel teeth, I think maybe that would have sucked. But you know. Yeah. Potential is it, it was wasted potential. Even in Mario sixty four, right, has like that has that shipwreck area. Yeah, you know, as far as aesthetic, I think even that one feels like more like uncanny and unsettling. And you know, I get that this one is supposed to be like a, a very pristine Atlantis looking stage, but a lot of room for development here. Again, I wish instead of just throwing you in, I wish you could have discovered this on your own. Mm-hmm. It, it would have made you feel like more like you're you're really exploring the world, you know. Mm. As you know, instead of just being like, "Oh, here it is. Here's the mermaid people." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but I I don't I do like this area. I did find this area to be fun, and it, it is one that I I do enjoy going back to. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, shall we move on? <laughs> we shall, or shall we? Because what this happens is, when you try to move on is you, you get hijacked. The- you get hijacked and you go to the best kingdom in the game. Really? Talk to me about it. The Cloud Kingdom. It's a boss fight with Bowser. That's it. What makes this the best kingdom in the game? I'm totally joking. I know you're sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, you fight right, Bowser. Right, so you do fight Bowser here. That's it, right? Yeah. And Which it's, is cool. it's called Hat to Hat Combat. Hat to Hat Combat with the best kind of combat. Mm-hmm. Um, what happens in this boss battle with Bowser? <laughs> okay, um, I barely do it either. I just I know you. I know you could take his hat. It has like boxing gloves, right? Yeah, you take you his hat him? when he throws it at you, and and you put it over you, and then like you you box him, and then like knock him over. It's it's like the pre Bowser battles in Mario sixty four. It's pretty forgettable to be honest. Um, and the fact that they use this gimmick again later on. Also, kind of forgettable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for by, for fighting the the Bowser, like supposed to be the king of all kings, you know, and in the Mario series, like he's a he's a pushover in this fight. <laughs> I think it's almost a disservice to call this a kingdom. Yeah, they they could have cut this area and not even had you fight Bowser. I understand they maybe wanted to set it up for the next kingdom. Mm-hmm. But you don't, you don't even really need this kingdom. Shouldn't have been here. This fight shouldn't have been here. What do you think about this having been developed more into an actual kingdom pre the Bowser fight? So like you actually have to go and get mm. some moons and like hang out on some clouds and do some like platforming based mm. challenges. Maybe I feel like maybe that definitely if you had some like enemies that could really take advantage of that, they, you know, you know, like like you can hijack, like maybe. Even then, the clouds aren't even that aesthetically pleasing. They're just white clouds. Mm-hmm. Um, which is weird because you know you come back to this one, you have the option to after you beat the game, and there is like a couple moon challenges, but only a few. It's a little weird, and 
it's 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 very underdeveloped you know I, there's like nothing there you know i think back to i guess rainbow what is it rainbow ride is that the name of the place in yeah. 64 and that's like an aerial uh portrait area that has that's that's really memorable you know that i think back to you yeah. fondly you go on the carpet ride and then like you know there's some fun stuff that happens in there they could uh, have had like airships and rainbows and stuff sure I mean, do you think there's potential there? Would it have been just excess? I don't... Yeah, I felt like maybe this was just thrown in to have some sort of climax. Well, not climax, but some sort of fight to break up just, you know, the, the all the collecting. Hmm. Um, but I don't think it works. Yeah, it's fair. It's kind of... And, and like you said, the fight is, is a little forgettable. Yeah, it's just... You know, for the... You know, we saw Bowser beat Mario... And, you know, we kind of wanted, you know, maybe, like, leave that for the very end. You know, like, this big build-up to fighting Bowser again. Having having him pop up, in the, in, you know, like, like, in the middle of the game is kind of out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, That's fair. Maybe they could have had, like, Bowser Jr. or something, maybe. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Be like, hey, don't, you're not, you're not spoiling my, my daddy's wedding or something. And then, <laughs> but he's not even in this game, is he? No. Yeah, you know, after, especially after, like, Sunshine. You thought he, he'd still be a vital part of the story. You have to wait for after the wedding. So. When they procreate Bowser <laughs> Peach. Totally joking, by the way. Don't, don't even think about that. <laughs> I already am. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess maybe we'll try and detour to another kingdom. I like what you did there. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> detour? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and you know why because this is subtitled the forgotten isle so the lost lost you know, kingdom you totally forgot that that places like this even exist the lost kingdom and it's it's weird um because the first kingdom was like a dinosaur kingdom but this kingdom feels way more prehistoric mm-hmm. can you explain it got like uh big trees it's dark it's got like poison water whatever you want to call it it's it's just it looks like something like straight out of like a prehistoric like movie or something yeah how did we even wind up here do you remember question no okay so i I know something happens to the ship right yeah so like you're actually before you go to the Cloud Kingdom and the Lost Kingdom, you're actually slated to go to the Metro Kingdom. Oh, and that's to right. New York right. City. And you crash land. I think Bowser like makes your ship crash or something. And you wind up like lost in this kingdom. The Lost Kingdom. The Lost One. Mm-hmm. The Lost Boys. Um, this kingdom's good. Okay. For one, I like the fact that it is sort of like it, it's themed after like you finding it accidentally, you know. And it's very much it's a it's a it's a smaller area than say the Desert Kingdom, but I feel like there's a lot of different little like platforming challenges and puzzles. What are some of the ones you remember? I remember um, there's the mission with the toads. There's some toads that have stuck here too, because Captain Toad is, is everywhere, and Captain Toad is 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 always adventuring. He's 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 the adventurous sort, mm-hmm. and you have to help the toads because um, they're also trapped here, 
and that was like a big standout for me. Hmm. I seem to have forgotten that one, but I believe you. <laughs> what about you? What was the standout area in this? Our life mission or whatever. It's, it's weird because game. I'm looking over the the breakdown of the the levels in this game, and you know, there's no major plot thing that really happens here in order to advance uh, to the next kingdom i think you only just need a certain number of moons but the only thing i really think back to is the wiggler transformation and how it's kind of uh interesting about how you like use them to to pass over platforms the poison was a big thing this is probably one of the first times in the game where i've really started dying yeah those some tricky platforming sessions mm-hmm. so that was um i guess it was refreshing you know to see the challenge brought back and, you know, I, I don't think back to any, like, super memorable segments because I, I don't, I'm not, like, wowed by the Wiggler transformation. I don't think it's, like, particularly um, exciting by comparison to some of the other ones. But, um, like you said, platforming challenges are, are refreshing here. I think the Wiggler changes up the platforming enough to still make it interesting. Mm. It changes up the way you need to, to think about it, you know. Hmm. Like it almost like like because yeah, like you can only stretch forward, land, and then like conf- like come back to that area. So it, it it almost like feels like instead of jumping, like you really need to like oh you know instead of jumping you know like like can I jump here to there? It's like oh can I stretch my body that far? Oh you know can I wind around this thing? Oh you know, and it, I I do think it did add a fun challenge. Nothing that I would have been like every level needs this you know, but. It would have been, you know, it's still something that, like, I think does add some fun challenge. Hmm. All right. Well said. Anything else you want to say about the Lost Kingdom? The Lost Kingdom can get lost. But not forgotten. But not forgotten. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're going to a brand new kingdom. Woohoo! This is the one. The one, Yes. If you saw, see anything Odyssey related, you know this is in the game. Mm-hmm. And one thing you may know or expect is that this is the place to be in the game. The Metro Kingdom. New Donk City! Whoop, whoop. It's a city. Life in the big city. Teddy, you probably feel very at home. There. <laughs> There was something surreal about this one, for sure. <laughs> I mean, like, duh. New Donk City, New York City. Like, I was like, okay, it's totally a play. But I'm I'm absolutely buying this. You know, like, I'm buying into the concept. Yeah. It's cool, because you go, you start off, and the city doesn't actually start off with you exploring. It starts off with, like, a boss fight. Mm-hmm. The, the city's in, in trouble. Mm-hmm. And how, how do you feel about that? Uh, the aesthetic of a rainy, thunderstormy New Donk City was was really cool. Like to see a city in peril, you know, it almost harkens back to like you know your your monster movies, like your Godzillas, I guess. And yeah, you are fighting a giant Wiggler or like you know some kind of centipede or something. But um, it it is a really climactic uh, boss battle, especially by comparison to like the previous two major bosses in the game we're not um, going to acknowledge the brutal presence um, it's actually called a mecha wiggler 
So that's Ooh. if you like mechs, you've come to the right place. Uh, what did you feel when you started this level? I was like, whoa, 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 what, what? I gotta, and then like, it was, it was so fun because like, I knew this area was in the game, so I, I was expecting to get out and just start, start running around, you know? But I got out and I realized that I had to finish this platforming challenge and then like, fight this big boss. And at first I was like, what? That seems, what? And then like, as it kept going, I was just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like. This, this really, like, this game's doing the boss battle, like, this kingdom's doing the boss battle in reverse. Most kingdoms you would start out exploring and then do the boss fight. You know, it was like, you're gonna save the city and then you're some kind of hero, you know? Hmm. Yeah, that's fair. You actually don't even really get to focus on other moons before you take out that boss. Yeah, that boss is your priority. Mm -hmm. And then once you do that, um, the kingdom really opens up. And can I just yes. say, like, about this boss battle? Like, you have to... I think you have to climb a whole skyscraper in order to, like, you know, get to the thing. Am I right there? Uh, when I, yeah, when I saw the red the red beams that, 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 that looked very Donkey Kong-ish, I was like, oh, this is cool. Mm -hmm. Like... It just, it, it really, like, I don't know, like, I, 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 it really, I love the classic Donkey Kong aesthetic, you know, so. Mm -hmm. So seeing those red beams, I was like, mm, okay, okay. It's Donkey Kong aesthetic meets King Kong monster. Well, it's, it's almost like, maybe, because, like, I don't know what the official lore is now, but it's, it's almost like maybe, because I, like, I know the old lore was, like, Mario's from Brooklyn, and that's where DK took place or whatever, but, like, it, it it, like it almost makes it feel like this is they're they're trying to say this is where DK took place, you know? Hmm. Yeah. And Which they is cool. did it really good for not even bringing him in the game. Yes. Well, sorta. Um. Okay, you may have to tell me about that later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah, you beat the boss, and the world is opened up to you, and you who do you meet? The mayor. Is it? Is it? Is Paulina. who's who's the mayor? Is it Paulina? Paul. Paul, Pauline, <laughs> Paul, Paul, fuck, <laughs> Paul, fucking lean, Is it man, Pauline or Paulina. I've never, I don't remember. If you would have told me Pauline was in a, a main series Mario game before this came out, I'd have been like, no, fuck you, you're lying to me. <laughs> Pauline, <laughs> she's the mayor of the donk. Yeah, and I love the fact that that, that Pauline is is now. I hope Pauline shows up in more spinoff games and stuff because I I really do love donkey kong <laughs> and i always wonder like what happened to pauline like wasn't she a character like what happened to pauline and here she fucking is mm. yeah and, and so, she's like holding her own too like you know peach's always getting kidnapped or whatever but you know pauline returns in full form she's looking good and she's holding the town down you know and even when like the whole catastrophe is underway you know that starts the level She's not like freaking out. She's just like, you know, we we got to I got to do what I can to save my city. Yeah. She's very she's a very strong female character. Mhm. Mm Which and is something that Mario doesn't do very often. No, for sure. <laughs> I guess I I appreciate her here because like she she's really like she's holding down all of the main story components of the Metro Kingdom. So, you know, part of it's like the monsters there she's she's on the sidelines making sure that like you know everything's going okay um 
until things get fixed. Then once that happens, you know, she wants to, to throw a celebration for New York City, um, but she's got to find the band members. So she recruits Mario. You know, she recruits Mario to go find I, the band members. I love the fact that the city's just full of normal ass people. Yeah, I mean, even up not to toads, this point, not like the game little... teases it, like in the in the second kingdom in the game or third kingdom, I guess the uh, sand yeah. kingdom, and you know that it even teases you going to the metro kingdom before you know you fight the Bowser battle and go to the lost kingdom. It's like you were really looking forward to going to metro kingdom, and then like you know you just you're hijacked. You don't even get to go. And now you're here. And it, this is the playground level. You saying something about Pauline really tying down the, I guess, the thematical value here really, really makes me wish they could have done that with other Mario characters. Like, what if you would have gone to the Sarasa Land Kingdom and met, and met Daisy there, you know? And Daisy would have helped you out or something. Like, they, I kingdom? feel like that's... She, she's from Sarasa land right that's the, that that's her place in like mario land or something like that i don't know um whatever kingdom daisy's from i feel like you know like you could have gone there and met daisy you know but because that's like kind of like the magic of here is like you met pauline and she's like a classic mario character you know that's fair anyway. and you know like even looking at the lost kingdom like what if you could ride yoshi like i know yoshi's yeah she is elsewhere in this game but you know that's a that's an easy or what if you went to, or, or or what if what if one island or our kingdom was just the DK island, you know, and you could see the you know like the Kongs hanging out, you know, like this Pauline adds adds character to this kingdom. If if she was missing, it would be sorely missing. Hmm. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, even if you think like you know, because I think Metro Kingdom, maybe I'd think like okay, Wario would work here. That'd be cool. I mean, it'd definitely be really cool to see Wario and Waluigi like hanging out and. In several of yeah. these levels, but you know, Pauline is like it's. She, she's almost like she's the character of this level, and I think you're right that maybe some of these levels are missing that central character. Yeah, because like you, you talk to some of like the villagers and stuff, and they're they're, they're neat, and you get to see their cool character designs. But it's 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 almost like what if like Mario is like since he's going to all these different kingdoms, he ran into people he was already familiar with. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So. Um. Talk to me about um, what else you like about the Metro Kingdom, and I, I'm hoping that you bring up like the big moment for this kingdom. I love the platforming in this kingdom. It made me think about platforming in a way that I had never thought about. Because it, it's not like this this level is set up for platforming. It's set up like a city, first and foremost. It looks like a city. But in that, with Mario's moveset, it's almost like you're... You're, you're you're bouncing off the, the different the different buildings. You're climbing up the fire escapes. You know you're you're jumping off of cars, flying. You know fl- like flipping off of like poles and stuff. It it really plays with Mario's move set and it, it, like in a way that I guess I I never thought about. There's definitely some beautiful aesthetic stuff going on. I remember one section where it's like a hidden door and then you go through the door and then it's like a New York City street flooded with people and you have to walk, um, you have to like jump over the people who are like flooding this alleyway. Yeah, (laughs) that was fun. (laughs) (laughs) But there's, there is some verticality and stuff like here, you know, like it could be like going under the city it could be like going on top of skyscrapers oh, and especially if you love I, like I, jumping from skyscrapers you know or like jumping around there's like some serious like 
uh, I don't know what to, how to call it, but like, you know, running and jumping and going on bikes and, and more. Go ahead. I, I loved this, this small moment, but I loved when we had to move the manholes to get to the sewer areas. Mm-hmm. Because you, like, throw your hat at them and you just, like, slowly slide them over. I don't know why. It just made me laugh every time. <laughs> it's pretty great. Um, I also want to mention that there's no residual damage for uh, long falls. So, like, yeah. if you if you jump from a high, like, a big height, you don't take damage if, when you land. So, there's, like, it's it's almost just kind of really cool to like try and like jump off of skyscrapers and land on one that's like a little lower but a little further and there's a few techniques that can help you that like I didn't pick up on until later in the game like there's like the hat throw slide it's like you throw the hat you Mm -hmm. jump on the hat and then you like lunge toward the hat and you can throw it again this is um, did you have any fun like really like jumping around here yes like I said I loved the fact that it made me use Mario's moveset in ways that I never thought about, and 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 you know, and, and some of the areas, and it kind of like, it's almost like if Mario was just in a real ass city, <laughs> jumping around. Um, mm. But it, it works. It works surprisingly well. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Did you like the celebration? I like jumping rope. But yes, I also <laughs> I also did like the celebration quite a bit. And this is what I was talking about when you said DK doesn't make an appearance. Bullshit. Oh, that's right. He does. I totally spaced on that one. I love the celebration because you get to run through. You, you become retro Mario and you get to run through a Donkey Kong themed platforming area. Mm-hmm. And you, yeah like classic donkey kongs up there which i guess isn't the current kong that's cranky or whatever but still it was super super cool mm-hmm. i totally spaced on what the theme of it was but i was just so amazed that they were throwing a whole celebration where you're escalating the city in 2d and they were playing that classic mario theme song for mario odyssey like the one that's like that yeah. the game jump is now, up dun, dun, jump up to yeah. the sky dun, dun, dun. yeah you know, I have a friend who got married to, and like her, her walking down the aisle music was was that the song? That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was real fun to be a part of. But now I understand why that that song is so special. Pa- Pauline can belt it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she got some pipes. Yeah. What what can Pauline not do? I think Mario's going after the wrong girl. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess that's uh, you know Luigi can. And fill his shoes. <laughs> uh, this was definitely the standout kingdom of the game. I think this one was a winner all around for sure. Like this is the game to this is the kingdom to play the game for. Yeah, this is the kingdom. You're like, okay, where's the city one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the whole game, I you're feel- just going like, where's the city one? Even before that, it's- and I feel like this is the maybe the peak. I, I almost I really want to replay it like I want to experience it again and you know I am going through the second playthrough right now but I really kind of wished I had gotten there before we you know to this do it a second time over before we had done this video even then there's some magic there's some Nintendo magic to that level that you just don't find anywhere else first first time playing it it's just like it's it's a true experience mm-hmm 
Yeah. Also, yeah. Mario can ride a scooter. <laughs> what else? Does he turn into anything else here? No. A tank for that one boss fight. Right? Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Like that. okay, but other than that, no. You, you, a manhole, you can ride a scooter, you can skip some rope. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. And it, that's that's really cool because it, it almost shows that it didn't even need the you know the transformation here. You're right. But we can't stay here forever. Mm-hmm. The Odyssey must continue. It must go on. Two, where are we going? Uh I forget. Do we have, we have a choice? We have a choice. And you asked but me I last time where I picked. Well, how about I ask you, what what did you pick, Alex? The Snow Kingdom. Were, was, were all your hopes and desires fulfilled at the Snow Kingdom? I got out of the Snow Kingdom. I got out of the, the, the ship at the Snow Kingdom, and I was like, what the fuck? No, 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 no. Because it was just like a big, barren snow wasteland. All You couldn't see anything. And I was like, oh, this is, is this Cloud Kingdom again? Am I just going to do a boss fight here? And Did I you? was like, no. I found an underground village. And I was like, ooh, whoa. What is this? And it was simply, like, one of the coolest moments. It's, it's like a good fake out, you know? Hmm. Talk to me about the underground village. What's, what's, it, what's it all about? Uh, I forgot what the guys are called, um, but they look like little. I I, I know what they call like they're not like Eskimos, but like they're similar, I guess. They have you know, and they they live underground and they enjoy racing. Hmm. Yeah, I would I would say to call them Eskimos, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's like the closest thing you can really compare them to, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and this area is not the the biggest or the best. But there's definitely something uh, to be said about the transformation into the Eskimo. Like, you're these, like, giant bouncing, you know, snowballs. And like, yeah, like, you're like a, like, a, like almost like a abominable snowman or something. Mm-hmm. And that, that is kind of cool. Like, I didn't even think I'd be able to turn into one because, like, you, you, don't, you can't just turn into any of them. You actually have to find, like, the one racer who's, like, been copping out of the race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you take his place, <laughs> and, and it, it it was fun plot wise. Plus the actual racing was pretty fun too. Mm. It almost felt like you know those those moments when you're playing a Zelda game and they have like the really weird like sumo wrestling the Goron moment or like snow Even the Goron like, race sled yeah like yeah Goron race or like sledding down the hill or whatever. Um, it felt like that kind of moment for me. Mm. Yeah. I agree. I think it was it was fun the first time I did it. I watched my girlfriend do it. She, she it was a little hard for her, um, but you know it's definitely it's it's enjoyable. It's playable once you get the physics of like bouncing off of like the the walls like at their angles. Um, it, it almost makes it, it made me wish I could have like done more with that Eskimo transformation. Yeah, I wish there was more of like a platforming area to use it in, mm-hmm. or something like maybe you get to bounce off the walls, or maybe you need to like. Uh, use it to ram into objects to break them or something or you know mm-hmm. something like that feels yeah. like it, it, it could have been used more 
I, I can't honestly remember much else that happens in this kingdom. Um, there's a giant snowstorm, so like when you first get there, it is, you know, it's kind of barren, as you had said. Um, yeah, I'm looking it, at the wiki here. It says it's based off of Russia, so I guess they did a pretty good job of making it look like you know nothing. <laughs> it was uh, not a bad kingdom, not a good kingdom. It's okay. Yeah, this one was all right. Uh, what Thanks was the for going alternative? To Seaside Hill. I mean, Kingdom. Sorry, Sonic. Seaside Kingdom. <laughs> uh, wouldn't that be awesome if we went to Seaside Hill? <laughs> I mean, I'll, t I'll go to Green Hill Zone. <laughs> Seaside Kingdom, which this is the kingdom I was talking about earlier when I was talking about the Lake Kingdom. Okay. And why why did why did you bring up the Seaside Kingdom? Um, or, like, wh why did that one stand out to you? Um... Because I don't know. I'm trying to think. Well, you um, said I you I mentioned the worlds connect. So yes, because I I feel I feel like this world is lacking a little bit in its originality. Mm -hmm. Are you okay with that? No, because you know what they could have done here. What could they have done here? Isle fucking Delfino. <laughs> if they wanted a beach to if they wanted a beach stage, you have a whole game based around it, Nintendo. Just take us back there for a stage. Fans would have lost their shit. Mm -hmm. If like one's one kingdom, not even the whole area, but it's like, you know, one, one kingdom was just like out the plaza. Or something. You know? Yeah, I think you have a good point. Because you know, you saying that's making me think like you know, we've talked about how, like, you know, Breath of the Wild stays in conversation, you know, just between you and me, and, like, you know, people are always, you know, like, even to 2019, like, it's still, it's still talked about. Odyssey is almost looked over in some respects, and, um, you know, of course there are some amazing kingdoms that we've covered so far. Metro Kingdom is, like, a highlight. I personally, I mean, I didn't even think of it, because I, I really did enjoy Seaside Kingdom, but... Um, what if, right? What if this was Isle Delfino? If this was Isle Delfino, don't you think that this would be the Mario game that is like still being talked about today? That like people are like losing their shit over like, yo, have you played Isle Delfino in Odyssey? Oh my gosh, like it's so so cool or something. So I, I agree with you. Yeah, I, that's that's all I could think about while playing this kingdom. It was it was a fun kingdom. I'm gonna get the other way. It was fun kingdom. It had water elements. You get to be a cheap cheap or like a squid thing. You know, I had I had fun things to do. There was a big squid boss and stuff, and it was definitely fun. Yes, I do enjoy this kingdom. But the whole time I was playing, yeah, I was like, this should have been Aldaf. You know, this could have been a new area in Aldaf. You know, you could have still tied it to Aldaf. You know, had the, had the little uh, what are their names called the the Piantas. Um, you know, could have had them there. Be like, oh, Mario, hey, long time no see. Will you, will you help us with the squid? You know, or something. Mm. I think my uh, my personal feeling against this one is that, again, it was underdeveloped. You know, this one, I thought, was so beautiful and had a lot of potential. And it was, you know, if there's a level I want to go back to, it, it probably is this one. You know, if I want to go explore the levels after the game. Problem is, this game, this level has one story mission. And it's just to defeat the octopus that's like yeah. hogging the, the water pump. And then you defeat and, it and the, the level looks exactly the same. There's not more water than there was before. 
That's why I'm thinking they could have just tied the Lake Kingdom in with this kingdom and had maybe the octopus squid is like blocking the pathway to the Lake Kingdom. Mm. So you can like grab a cheap cheap and after you beat them, you can swim down into the Lake Kingdom under the beach. Mm. Wouldn't that have been cool? I mean, if there was like some overlap between those two, I think that would be amazing. Of course, you wouldn't like you wouldn't really mentioned yet are the portraits that are are hidden in some of these levels. Oh yeah, um, Ma- uh, Mario sixty four, everybody. Yeah, in between, but like you know, teleportation between current kingdoms, not like you know, into the world. If they had done something like that here, I don't know. Maybe if they had like replaced that. You know, so that like the worlds are connected, like a two E style thing. Maybe that'd be cool. That's true. I I just feel like you know if they would have taken this kingdom and Lake Kingdom and made them one kingdom instead, like just called it like the Water Kingdom or something like that, or or Ocean Kingdom, mm-hmm. and had them interact in meaningful ways. I agree. Yeah, and then they could have done the same thing with the Wooded Kingdom and the Lost Kingdom or something like that. You know. Hmm. I have to think about that one. Or just something like that, you know, like they could have some of these smaller kingdoms could have been part of a bigger kingdom, you know. Mm. Where you had your story mission about the garden, or you had your story mission about the, the snow race, you know, plus a, a whole other area to explore. And I know they're capable of doing it because they do it <laughs> in, mm-hmm. in the Sand Kingdom. <laughs> mm-hmm. But Alex, don't you love playing the volleyball? Yeah. <laughs> it's good. I like being a squid thing. Yeah, the one and, that like ink like jets rockets. Across. Yeah, like rockets. It's like. <laughs> it made me laugh every time I played as it. <laughs> um, other than that, I, I do think this is still a fun area to explore. It's just a, a bit empty hearted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sad so much potential but the next kingdom might make up for that really what is it it's the you want to say it it's uh lunchtime in the luncheon kingdom the luncheon kingdom quick this what was your first impression when you landed in the luncheon kingdom my eyes my eyes <laughs> <laughs> So many colors, man. Yeah, wow. This is like Candyland. Yeah, this kingdom's all about food. Mm-hmm. And never before has food looked so pretty. Mm-hmm. And it actually replicates the toxicity of intestinal uh, digestive fluids. I'm totally yeah. joking, by the way, but the the <laughs> the lava from the Lost Kingdom, like the toxic poison, <laughs> like, you know, is brought back. Yeah, it is a very cool kingdom. I think this is one of the highlights mm-hmm. of, 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 of the game. I do think it's it's fairly good size, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has more, more development than a lot of the smaller kingdoms. Yeah, it's true. Uh, what were some ways you found this kingdom developed? I really liked the this game. This level is one of the first ones that I really started dying. 
I'll be honest. Especially with the poison, the, the lava stuff everywhere. It's it's a, a lot of the platforming was very tough at points. Mm -hmm. Um, and I love becoming a little lava ball. Mm. You could transform into a little lava creature <laughs> and jump in and out and like swim through the lava, so like open the world up even more. Mm -hmm. And I like food. I mean, who doesn't? Sucks to be them. What about you, Teddy? Um, I was actually expecting a little more from this kingdom. And, you know, I think lava bubbles were cool. You know, that's... I, I think there's nothing better for a transformation than to really feel like it opens a level up for you. And the lava bubbles definitely do that in an area where you can only traverse so far as Mario. You know, you said as the cheap cheap, you it really opened the world up for you. The lava bubbles are, you know, like the the transformation, I don't want to call them gimmick, but like, you know, staple for Luncheon Kingdom. I just felt like, I don't know, maybe I wanted more platforming challenges. You know, the the volcano segment was okay. I, I'm not like crazy about the boss showdown here, like where you fight the uh, vulture. Um, and I, I just, you know, the food items were, were almost sporadic. Like, I think there was turnips in you know, like halfway through the level. I'm like, okay. Um, but I, I never got the sense that I was like fully integrated into the food concept of Luncheon Kingdom. That's how I took it personally. I do agree. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I, st I still feel like this is a better kingdom than some of the other ones. Oh, I agree. And it's good and to see a nice fully developed kingdom again. I, I still spent more time here than I did like the Wooded Kingdom. Oh, for sure, Wooded Kingdom is not a highlight. Um, it's fun. It's a fun, colorful, lava-filled food kingdom. <laughs> what was your favorite aesthetic element here? I don't know, man. That's a tough one. I'm just looking it over. There was cheese, cheese blocks, and you become like the Hammer Bros. It was nice to see the Hammer Bros again. Oh, yeah. You do become a Hammer Bros on this stage. Mm -hmm. I forgot about that. So I, I was, it was nice to see them at one point. Also, um, there's like forks. You can like flick up as the forks. Yeah. So. Um, and who, do, who doesn't want to be a fork? For me. Yeah. I mean, it's great life, right? You know, just uh, fork around. Forking around, <laughs> but you know, as much as you know, lunch lunch time only comes once a day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then the show must move move on. You gotta get you gotta get to the you know. At the end of the day, Mario has a wedding that he has to crash. He's the resident we Do wedding you know, crasher. You know, the next kingdom. I want to go ahead and rename. Do you mind if I do that? Not at all. Okay, so the original name is the Ruined Kingdom. I would like to call this stage the Ruined Potential Kingdom. Why is that, Alex? Because this this area has so much potential, and it's fucking ruined. Hmm. Well, they, let's they, start with how we got here. Do you want me to do it? I'll tell you how we got here. We were going to Go stop ahead. the wedding. We were going straight to Bowser's kingdom. And then what happens? Your ship is crashed yet again. Except by 
Not just Bowser, but a motherfucking dragon. <gasps> I'm not talking, though, like, how to train your dragons, you know, rated yeah. PG for parental audience, parental guided audience. No. Ain't I'm no fucking Pete like, dragon. Yeah, Pete's dragon here. Puff the magic dragon. Get out of here. I'm talking, like, Dragon Quest eleven style dragon. Of course, not Akira Toriyama, because, I mean, this is Weeds. Yeah. We're in fucking Skyrim now. God damn it. You know, like fucking Dovakin, Dragonborn, straight out of <laughs> straight out of Elder Scrolls. Like you don't you don't fuck with the Mario Odyssey dragons. Like like this thing when you first when you first come into this dragon like I'm so sorry if I'm spoiling this for someone right now. Like if you if you decide to listen to us for an hour and twenty minutes, <laughs> yeah, what the hell's wrong with you? I'm hearing about a goddamn dragon in Mario Odyssey. I'm sorry, but just just stop the podcast. Just stop it and just go play and go experience the dragon of Mario Odyssey. I was whenever that happened, I was so fucking excited because I was like, "What are we getting ourselves into now?" And we landed, and there's like the ruined kingdom, and it's the, I, I see this big ass castle. And it looks all re- like real, like like it has a really good realistic aesthetic. And I'm like, whoa! I get to explore this. And then I didn't. What did you get? I got to walk up some stairs and fight a dragon. What did you think about the dragon fight? The dragon fight's good. It's really good, really creative. I like the fact that the style of the dragon really uh, cl- clashes with Mario. Hmm. It really does feel like you're you're in some really on on like like Mario's never been in this type of place before, you know. Mm. But at the same time, I wish I could have explored this kingdom as a kingdom. Mm-hmm. I hear what you mean. Um, I didn't get that sense, um, but I definitely you know you only get like five moons here or something. It's like not even that many. Three of them are from the dragon, so I get it. You know, I was almost like hoping there would be more to do here. But like, the dragon fight is 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 good. It's a let, really good boss battle. Let me sell you on a on a kingdom, okay? Yeah. What if okay, what if the dragon shot you down and you landed right outside of this giant gothic castle? Mm-hmm. And there's these villagers that are like Mario, you know, or hey, str- stranger, please help us, you know, this we can't get back the the king can't get back into the the castle because the the dragon has you know taken over the the castle or whatever yeah so it's it becomes a platforming stage about climbing this giant tower to get up to the dragon mm. and then you still have the showdown with the dragon mm-hmm but at, at, you know, at the end, the castle, you know, the you know, king gets his castle back. Maybe it looks a bit less drab. You know, who knows how long that dragon's been up there? That's why it's ruined. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what: if if Mario turned into like a fucking dragon, I would have lost my shit. <laughs> or what if he turned into like a knight? Yeah, no, I was thinking the same thing. Like, yeah, that would be the final boss battle. Like, this could have been like a knight dragon. This could have been a showdown. fucking amazing area. Although I have to say, there is some there is some appeal to. To fighting a dragon, at, like an oversized dragon, as Mario. <laughs> yeah, there's, no, some, I, there's some there's some authenticity to that. It's strange, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, I love that too. Um, uh, did you feel that the dragon battle was as hype as it could have been or should have been? I thought I I think so. Mm-hmm. Maybe I mean, you know. Again, I think it's the, if the circumstances was changed around it. It would have been even better. But even then. 
it's still a big surprise. Yeah. Even when I came to this kingdom, I did not expect to be fighting the dragon. Like when he first showed up. It, it was, it was um, unexpected, and it was. At the same time, one of my favorite moments in the game, and one of my least favorite moments. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've never felt so split about a level. Uh, because I really did like the aesthetic. And I felt like a Mario platformer with this kind of aesthetic for a stage would have been amazing. Mm -hmm. Alright, keep that in mind, Nintendo. Gothic <laughs> Mario. Gothic Mario. No, just one stage. It could have been, been awesome. Mm-hmm. But after we beat the dragon, we're on our way, and we finally make it to Bowser's kingdom. Hiroshima-sen. I'm going to have to start dropping Japanese on you. Why is this area Japanese-themed? That's my question. I, okay, I don't know, but I love it. It's cool. It's definitely cool. But as Bowser's castle, when I first got here, I was like, why is this Japanese-themed? I think this is probably one of my favorite Bowser settings. Oh yes, definitely. Um, what are some of the standout features here? I love the little the little um, bird that you like use its beak to poke your way into the walls to like do some platforming that way. And you can like you use that kind of like the forks before you you can use it to fling yourself. Only you get to stay as the bird. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's really fun. There's they open up the level quite a bit, and like just when you thought like what could they do now, um, there's some crazy platforming here. Like, like you're mm -hmm. you're going off the side of the buildings to collect moons, and like hope that you don't fall off. I died quite a few times here. To be honest, <laughs> they also it's, upped uh, the ante as far as like um, like some boss battles. Like the brutals are, are they come in pairs now, and. What else is there? You have to fight all of the brutals in one machine at the very end of it. And then they even some brutal. of the monsters that you fight, you know? Um, there's like these, these, you know, you're used to like the thwomps or whatever from like 64. Yeah. Well, now they have like these full on um, cement blocks that are like, and they call them ogres. You know, there's, there's something like very you know, sinister and menacing about them. I, um, think that, I, I think that some of the other games have touched on as a more Japanese style level. Um, maybe like, I think it was 3D World had some stages like that, but they really didn't live up to this potential. Mm -hmm. This area, while I do question the fact, why is it Bowser is, why is it Bowser's area that's themed Japanese? Um, is Bowser Japanese? Like, what? What? Um, you know, like, questions. Um, but at the same time, I love it. Hmm. This feels like a, a epic endgame sequence. And I think it the feels... crazy thing is that it's not. Yes, it's not the endgame. Bowser's Castle is not the end of the game. What? But it, it definitely makes you feel like you're going up to, like fight some kind of big shogun and i wish we could have had like a <laughs> like a, sh a showdown between mario and bowser like on the roof or something of 
of his castle, like and not with like samurai samurai wins. swords or something. Yeah, really. Like, why am I fight? I I just fought the brutals before. Now I gotta fight all of them again. Like, yeah, they, they're really trying to sell me on this. Rap. Let me just let me rank the brutals for you. Um, it goes, Kluku Land, then I'm the going up to down or what? We're going the up ups the better thing. So Kluku Land's better, and then the brutals are worse. Jesus. How do yeah. you how are you worse than Clu Clu Land? Like I would have rather played Clu Clu Land. <laughs> that'd be interesting at least, you know? Like there's there's something to 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 learn about history there. Brutals, you know, they just just when you thought like, you know, you're done with these fuckers. They they're still there. In Bowser's Kingdom, do you fight Bowser? No. You fight Brutals. There's and you fight them twice, three times. There's no logic here whatsoever they they should have had a, a this is where you should have removed bowser's fight from the cloud kingdom and put a bowser fight here and you would have thought oh this is the end of the game no it's not bowser would have escaped mm. and you know the thing is the sequence leading up to it is so great because you go through like these little chains of like the Japanese pagoda-esque areas and like you vault over to like different areas and then like you climb escalate the tower this is this is a real kingdom right here like you know we were talking kingdoms before like seaside kingdom feels more like a seaside area or whatever this is full out like to proportion and it's just a shame that they did not make it live up to its potential yeah um and just from a simple oversight like you like you said, just put Bowser there. Just take out yeah, just the like, midway Bowser fight in the Cloud Kingdom. Yeah, have Bowser here. You fight him once, and then maybe he like traps you or something, and he gets away with you know the the, the princess again. And you're like, oh no, not 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 this time. And and it would have made the next area feel even better because it would have been like a, a hot pursuit, you know. Mm. Like Where will are we Mario make it in time? To, We're going on hot pursuit two. Just when you thought this game was already out of this world, we're going to the motherfucking Moon Kingdom. God damn it. What was your first impression when you went to the moon? What? <laughs> no, I actually thought of uh, Mario Land 2. I don't know if you played that game. Mario Land 2. On the Game Boy. I'd have to see some footage. There's a level based on the moon, and I was like, I don't know why. I just had flashbacks to that. Wait a sec. Is this the one where you fight, like, the mouse? Yes. It's the Mario Land 2 where it's, like, there's, like, I a... I love that one. Where, like, Wario oh, takes over the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I, yeah, I, Wario's I'm the boss. I'm a little nostalgic about that game. That's, like, an early game for me. That's a good game. And there's a moon area. There's, like, a moon world on that game. And that's what kind of reminded me of. Because I started jumping, and it has the same effect where there's no gravity. And Mario just like, Whoa, uh, you know, <laughs> and it I was like, huh. insane here. Yeah, they're and, fun. <laughs> and yeah, you know, we said like Bowser's Kingdom could have been like the end of the game. Well, the Moon Kingdom feels like a serious, you know, I didn't even expect it to be end of the game. But like when it when it kind of did that, it was just insane. Um, well, and maybe just talk to me about the moon for a sec. Uh, well, you get to the moon, and there's not a lot there, but you see a, uh, a chapel in the distance. And, you know, you hear wedding bells, and, you know, that's obviously where it's, where it's going down. This is it. This is the end of the road. You have to go stop that wedding. 
I mean, even though, you know, getting married on the moon, like, Jesus, Bowser's a romantic, like, is pretty fucking romantic. <laughs> how are, how can you turn that down as Princess Peach? Yeah, like, getting married on the moon, like, I'd have been like, it's huge. Like, you went through all this trouble for me, like, building a, a, ch a chapel on the moon so we can get married on the moon? <laughs> uh, there's, um, I don't know. There's some, there's some beauty to this, to this area. To the fact, to the physics of it, you know, you thought they couldn't do anything else different. And again, you need, like, you do need a few transformations here. But for the bulk of it, for the bulk of the moon experience, it's again, you know, Mario jumping. And it's great. Yes. And I wish, this this does have some, some pretty good um, platforming sections to lead up to the chapel. But I do wish that this level was a little more. I know that might have been asking for too much, but I do wish it, it did have a little more to explore. It like it was its own it had its own moon unique challenges and not necessarily end game challenges. Correct? Yes. It could have been like maybe there's like a little a colony of like aliens or something, you know, and or something like that. Some some stupid. I don't know. But maybe not aliens. But you know, there could have been something up there. It have been you know. And then like there could have been other things going on on the moon. You know, maybe yeah, they could have right. called back to Mario Galaxy for this. Maybe you could have met uh, the uh, Rosalina or or Lubba up there or something. Hmm. Because you know, Mario. Um, I will before, say so. It is nostalgic to see most of the characters that you had seen previously in the game invited to the chapel. How'd they get there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> but they're there on the moon. And they're all freaking out when, like, Bowser's about to Mario. Uh, Bowser's about to Mario Peach. He's about to marry Peach. Yeah, um, it's a it's a big moment. And I, I love the, the dramatic entrance. Mm-hmm. Mario! <laughs> like, it's... That's uh, my, my Peach. This, uh, I, I think, as a final area this really stands out amongst the other mario final areas it's not a lava place it's not like you know whatever it's it's the moon mm -hmm. the motherfucking moon yeah you can tell mario it's can jump any moon. mario jumped to the moon and you know <laughs> that's that's really special you know it's, it's fly really, <laughs> he took it he took it to the next level you know and I gotta say, I commend I commend the Mario Bro for that. Fly me to the moon. <laughs> Let me play amongst the stars. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not even Sinatra, but uh, that's pretty good though. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Let me see so what life is a like on Jupiter and Mars. <laughs> Maybe in Odyssey too. <laughs> I wish they would have let me. <laughs> yeah. Um, how do you feel about the end game pursuit sequence? Oh my god! <laughs> um, so after you pummel Bowser, which you pummel Bowser, you f you they, they they fall into like a big cavern, right? I don't. I, I can barely remember. I just played this like two weeks ago, and I can barely remember. Like I just finished. They it. They fall into a big cavern, and you. Um, I forgot what exactly happens, but the moon is going. Something's going to fucking explode. Mm-hmm. You gotta get the hell out of there. And Mario and 
feature like, oh shit, we're gonna die. Like, nothing's, what's, oh no. And then Mario has a crazy idea. He uses the unconscious Bowser. <laughs> and it was one of my, it's the, it's probably my favorite surprise moment in the whole game. Mm -hmm. And the game knows it too. It owns it. <laughs> It's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, he, like he even throws his hat on the Bowser, and then Peach looks at him like, Mario? <laughs> like, what just happened? <laughs> and then, uh, it's just, and then you, you use Bowser to escape the moon. Mm-hmm. It's pretty epic, I have to say. Um, you know, previous games, I guess it was Bowser's inside story, let you play as Bowser, but, like, does that really feel like playing as Bowser? No, I was probably nah. not. You know, but this, you're fully clawing, you know, stomping, running through like a crashing moon kingdom as the big bad Koopa King, and it is hype. It's unreal. It's it's almost unbelievable that you're getting to do it. But you know, when you get to do it, you fully own it, and it's so much fun. It's. Definitely, um, I wasn't expecting this big standout moment at the end of the game. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> so, uh, it definitely turned the whole game on its head. And it was funny, too, because it, it also explains how Bowser got out of that, stitchy, that sticky situation, too. It was clever. Hmm. So. Yeah. And I also love, I also love, at the very end, whatever, after it all happens, and then... Um, they're they're on the surface of the moon and both mario and bowser are like fighting for peach's love and peach is like peach peach like rejects both of them and then she gets on the airship <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny <laughs> no i it was it was good yeah I think that's probably one of the best end game sequences for a Mario game. Yeah, it wasn't just like, oh, thank you, Mario. Thank you for saving me. Or like a kiss on the nose or something like that. It was just like, they're both like, so who are you going to marry? And Peach was like, N nobody. <laughs> get, on the, get on the airship. We're going home. <laughs> my cap. <laughs> going to marry my cap. <laughs> no. she, uh, yeah, she pulled a fast one. But uh, it, was, it was definitely... It was climactic. It was epic in every sense of the word, and I'm almost shocked that, like, you know, Odyssey has not become more talked about to this day. Like, I know there was a lot of hype around the game around its initial release, but you know, we rare. I don't. I barely see any any news on it, any like information on it, and how it's like how it's like reinvented Mario aside from just transformations. How it's kind of bold in yeah. so many different directions. You're right. Which we we can go and say this is where I stopped playing the game. Teddy, is this where you stopped playing, or did you play more after this? No, because I saw a spoiler early in one of the levels through the portraits for the kingdom after this, okay. and I knew well, in the back of my head I had to get to that kingdom. So after this isn't the end of the game. You go to the um, well. Where where can we go? You know. We've been to all these kingdoms. What's 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 left? Where where can we go, Teddy? The kingdom where it all started. The mushroom kingdom. Yeah. And I did 
I did run around here and kind of like look around and explore and stuff um, for a little bit, but it was, it's definitely a nice surprise. I like the fact that it starts back and like Mario's like sleeping. You know, he's like resting. Yeah. Everything's back to normal. Mm hmm. It's calm. And, you know, there's, there's always like throwbacks to Mushroom Kingdom. Like there's a part in Mario Kart 64 where you can drive to the Mushroom Kingdom and just like go hang out there. But you can't really do anything. Uh, Mario 64, when you, you beat the game, you can kind of run around the castle and there's like, you know, you can jump to, you can fly on top of the castle or you get the, the red wing, but that's about it. This is like fully realized Mushroom Kingdom with purple coins, stars, tons of outfits to wardrobe Mario with. It's, it's so much fun. You can do like, um, you know, I don't think I've seen games do boss rush mode in as good a way as I have seen Mushroom Kingdom do it. Where yeah. you jump into the portraits and you, you fight those bosses over, except more challenging versions of themselves. Not necessarily that they do more damage, but they actually like accelerate their attack patterns or or change it up a little bit. There's a lot of fun and even especially challenging moments to the Mushroom Kingdom. Very cool Mario 64 throwback for sure. Because this is the first time we've really been able to run around the Mushroom Kingdom since Mario 64. Mm-hmm. And you can even do it in a whole Mario 64 outfit. Yeah, the low poly outfit. <laughs> it's so cool. Do you like it as post-game content? Um, that's something that I, I don't feel qualified to answer. Because I, I did stop playing shortly after. I just kind of played around here for a little bit. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. Um, but I didn't I, di I didn't do much in this kingdom. I also didn't do a whole lot in the other kingdoms. And I know there's some post uh, content on like the moon and stuff. And I didn't do a whole lot of that. I can and speak maybe, to them if you want. But, you know, I'll let you. Okay, well, maybe, your... maybe you can go ahead. I'm, I'm just saying that I didn't do them because... I felt I didn't feel a need. Do you get anything for doing everything? No. The only thing you can really get is like more outfits, as far as I see. I feel like if they would have added another motive, like another reason why I should, you know, like in Galaxy, I believe in Galaxy 2, I got everything because if I did, I unlocked some secret areas or something like that. Some like secret galaxies. And this game, I didn't feel like running around and collecting everything for no reason. Mm -hmm. What about you? Can go ahead and speak on the uh, post-game content, I guess. Okay. Um, the reason why I kept playing is because I was so thoroughly enjoying the the prospect of collecting and getting more moons and. You know, when, by the time I had finished, I had probably 200 moons. I think it's gone up to like 350, 370 or something. And, you know, I know there's 800 or so. But that thrill died probably around 300. When I realized that there's no major benefit to getting boons, there, boons, moons. There's no, like, significance to them aside from the actual aspect of collecting them it's like why am i going to herd sheep from across the mushroom kingdom into a little ranch or why am i going to you know go to a shop and spend a thousand coins to get 10 moons 
it's there's some futility to it um i think the mushroom kingdom by itself would have been fine but they threw these stupid blocks that you can't do anything with in all of the levels until you beat the game and then you throw your cap at it and now they can erupt into like 20 moons or so and while i do like you know exploring the levels again and like and seeing them in different lights i just felt like like you said the need is not there because the core experience is already done and you know should i be upset that there's more game content absolutely not i think that if you look at it from the surface level there are some really standout levels and kingdoms here and it's, it's even great to just go back to the ones that you really like but as you had said that gratification you know that sense of being like feeling satisfied from you know taking your time and and really exploring to the fullest extent every level is just not there i had no incentive to really consult a walkthrough and like make sure i had everything it just did not matter to me what if the game had told you that if mario collected every single moon in the game you could unlock a secret last kingdom last game what do you mean La La last kingdom a secret last, last kingdom. kingdom but you needed all these moons would you would do offer? it where would you go the sun i don't know yeah. but let's just say there's some amazing last kingdom to find okay um i don't know how much better you can get i mean unless you can just now run around all of you know super mario sunshine and opera's <laughs> graphics well i think the fans have spoken out on on wanting that already um yeah, it was like Isle Delfino, or if it was like DK Island, or something. You know, Di maybe Yoshi Island. Something. Something new, something fresh, something not seen on 3D Mario. But you had to get, let's not even say all the moons. You had to get like 600. Hmm. Would, you, would you do it? Would that be um, enough? Um, how about a Donkey Kong level or something? Yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. Maybe like DK Island. Hmm. Yes. Yes, exactly. See, and that's all it took was that, that, that that's all we needed was like, oh, if you collect everything, you get to do this, you know. Mm -hmm. And I've been like, oh, I guess I'm collecting everything. But instead, you don't really get anything. So that's why I don't think I'm going to do any of the post-game content. Mm -hmm. um, I, I will I say there's two other sides to the moon you know like um, a dark side yeah. and a darker side of the moon and I started the dark side of the moon uh, not the Pink Floyd album um, <laughs> um, but you know I started it in the game and I quickly found that I was you know I, I did not enjoy it it was harder versions of the the what the hell are they called the bunnies and uh, you know I, I already knew I didn't like them and you know I tried it once and I died surprisingly and I just I kind of lost interest and I'm looking at like what the the even darker side of the moon is and it does not look like anything to write home about Mario Odyssey Teddy Mario Odyssey 
This has been an odyssey. We're almost at two hours. <laughs> for this fucking video. It's been yeah. an odyssey. It's been quite... It's, honestly, it's been quite the odyssey. And looking back on Mario Odyssey, I always recommend this game to people when they get a Switch. And it is a solid game, but how do you feel it stacks up against the other 3D Mario titles? Um, it's been quite a while since I've, I've played a Mario uh, in 3D and, and got really excited about it and like, finished it. I have been looking forward to getting to Sunshine for quite a while. Um, I think this is one of the most spectacular as far as like things you can experience here. Um, I think the transformation gimmick is beautiful and it's well executed. I absolutely love the fact that you can customize um, outfits. I think that adds a whole um, enjoyment factor to the game that I was not expecting to even enjoy that much. Like I think I was aware of it. I think it's also, um, you know, it, it misses a couple, a couple opportunities there that you know, maybe just a little extra time and reflection would have would have helped for. I understand that like a Mario game had to come out early for the Switch, and I know that they didn't do it like right on launch, but maybe some extra time to reflect and and make sure that that excitement factor stayed consistent through the entire game could have helped and you know is it asking a lot maybe it might be um where do you stand on it i feel like mario odyssey is the most completely um realized 3d mario game we've gotten in uh, maybe i don't know maybe i still might rank galaxy above it because um, I do, I do, high, I do hold Galaxy in such high regards. But in terms of say Mario 64 or Mario Sunshine, like like on Mario, I do think this is the most fully realized game, but still misses the mark. It's good. It's really good. I do still recommend this people like two people. Like I said, I still do think this is a great Mario title. But will I say that? If a sequel ever comes out, if they make Mario Odyssey 2 and they make the improvements and they make the things that I didn't like about this game um, non-existent, will I come back and still hold this game in such high regards? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think you will. It's, it's, it's hard to say, too, because this is such a new title. And and we're kind of we're relatively new Switch owners, but I think we've we've spent enough time with the console to say like we're we're versed in it, and especially even Odyssey. Um, I think just based on our conversation though, that Odyssey is a game of potential and realized potential, but it's not a game of fully realized potential. It's it is such a mixed bag. Because it, either the kingdoms are undercooked, or they are perfect, you know. Mm -hmm. And you have those few kingdoms that just feel perfect, like, oh, this is great. The game is great. This is amazing. And those are the kingdoms I think of, you know. But going back through and thinking about the lake kingdom, thinking about the woody kingdom, thinking about the beach kingdom, thinking about the snow kingdom, like, 
Yeah, they're a little underwhelming. And to like make matters worse, you know, there's a couple great boss battles. I'm not going to knock the ones that are great. There's also levels that don't execute boss battles very well. You know, Ruined Kingdom, for instance, you had said, is, is a ruined kingdom. It's completely ruined because there's no kingdom. It's just a boss battle. And I don't know how many of these levels culminate in brutal battles, but they suck. They absolutely yeah. suck. Why does the Cascade Kingdom, a level that has to do with T-Rexes and Chain Chomps, have to do with, like, a, a, a Madame Bunny? You know, like... I yeah, I, I hope... You could have fought a dinosaur. Wouldn't it be cool? As the like dinosaur. Like a pterodactyl? Like, you yeah, could actually fought, fought use like the T-Rex again. Yeah, what if, like, a big pterodactyl was the one holding the the last boons you need, you know? That would have been an amazing start to the game. But I I just hope the Brutals don't come back. I hope if they do a sequel to Odyssey, which I don't know if they will. Um, it's hard to say. I mean, they did a sequel to Galaxy and they did a sequel to the 3D Land game with, with 3D World. So maybe they could do Odyssey 2. I, I could see it happening um, for sure. Will it happen, though? I don't, I don't know. But if they do, just cut the brutals out. If you can't give us an, a new interesting... Ca- something meaningful, you know? Well, like, well like, even if you can't come up with a new interesting character to have around the whole game, just give me better boss fights. Give me new boss fights. Give me themed boss fights. Mm. Give me... Let me beat up Clue Clue Land. <laughs> oh, man. What if on the final stage of this game you just fought a giant Clue Clue Land cartridge? <laughs> that would not happen. Uh, that would absolutely not happen. Oh, <laughs> uh, Toddy, Toddy, Toddy! You feeling tired? <laughs> oh my God! If you guys can't tell, this Odyssey has been tiring. You know, before we even did this, we tried recording it, and I was already dead tired, and I, I requested to stop. So we've actually been at this for like two and a half hours. Uh, sorry if we're not as energetic this this time, guys. Um, but I, you know, talking about Odyssey has still been fun, and it's still. If you have a Switch, I, I would still say this is probably one of the top three games to get. Mm-hmm. It's it's actually one of the top three games on the Switch as far as sales. I would I would hope so. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's a good sign. I think that does warrant another Odyssey. But I, what I would want from another Odyssey, you know, personally, is you know I would want maybe a game that combines the settings of all the major 3D Marios to this point in some meaningful you think so? way. Like, That'd be I hard, would, especially with Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe I'm asking for too much classic, but like, but I mean, I don't know. I, like, I kind of wanted more classic throwbacks, you know, like you had said, especially after the discussion. Like, I think more 64 throwbacks would be amazing. If you could do more in the castle, that would be amazing. If you could like or just really explore the Sunshine Plaza amazing like i don't know. just meaning more of the mario cast because i mean you know meaning pauline while it was a cool throwback to donkey kong 
it was just cool on a on a lore level for Mario. You know, as Mario fans, you know, we we want to see these characters in these big adventures. You know, I want to see Wario and Waluigi. I want to see Yoshi. I want to see Daisy. Like these characters, you only see them playing sports, playing you know, uh, car racing, you know, playing uh, party games. But we we never just get to see them like in their natural environment, and that's something that could easily be sold upon. I guess what we're really asking for is Sonic Adventure. Yeah, only with Mario. <laughs> with, with with Mario, Mario Adventure. Or Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> Open your heart! <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um, and, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a weird subject to talk about with... with um, with another odyssey but with the i know like i don't i don't really fall i don't really want like i'm not one to be like oh yeah pandering pander to my nostalgia even more you know because i do like new ideas but i feel like with odyssey where it's it's gimmick was exploring mario's world that is a missed opportunity hmm. yeah that's fair i mean you know i think i think my problem with it was really like it was never about the core experience, even though the wedding, etc., was really like climactic. Um, even though a lot of these scenes were were really climactic, the you know those items, right? Like those wedding items that you try and uh, you know get back, are never really. You never even see them. You you don't you don't I, see like the the flower garland, you know, or the, the th- other thing. I forgot they existed, honestly, until my second playthrough when I got to Light Kingdom, and they were like, the dress was stolen for the wedding. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Bowser's stealing stuff. <laughs> mm. Shit. <laughs> That's happening. <laughs> yeah, I think you go through all the troubles to, like, find the items, and then they're all just taken. Like, <laughs> they'll end up at the wedding anyway. So I, I really did... I was seeking some more meaningful you know story interactions here because it only ever felt like it was really you know sporadic and spruce throughout yeah um i don't know i feel like maybe odyssey is still i don't know i'll i'll, I'll be i'll be very interested to see if in 20 years if odyssey is like fondly remembered Hmm. Or if it's Mario Sunshine, where there's like a like a big split, you know. Because mm-hmm. I I could easily see a lot of kids playing this as their first Mario and being like, yeah, 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 this is fun, Mario, you know. Like, but I could also see a lot of fans playing it and be like, oh, like at first it feels like such a, a fresh new idea, while also hearkening back to like the the collectathon Mario games. But just missing the mark, you know, on so many occasions um, that it, it almost outweighs the good. Hmm. Does it? No. I think that I think it's still really good. I think what we're really trying to ask here is it worth it? Is 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 it better? Is it better than Clue Clue Land? Is it? Is it? Super. 
pl- guys, please let us know your thoughts on Super Mario Odyssey. This has been a long ass discussion. Um, we are the exhausted mappers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> where we are exhausted. <laughs> I don't know. We got lost somewhere in the map, but not forgotten. <laughs> not forgotten so thanks for hanging in there guys thanks for listening to the button the button mappers exhausted mario odyssey map out mario <laughs> mario mario super mario super mario, super mario. mario. <laughs> do, do your best super toad modesty modesty Modesty. Do your Mario. best toad voice. I it would be Crash Bandicoot. He's like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you should stick with your best toad voice. I'll, I'll just enjoy it. <laughs> Mario. I think I think the real question here is, when are we getting? The Birdo game, god damn it. Oh, you're on your own on that one. Where's the Birdo uh, game? I, Where's Clueland? Where's Clueland 2? Clueland 2, Nintendo. No. no. <laughs> you know, you know one day we're go- we're going to have to do a Clueland video and it's going to suck. I mean, we could just like react. We keep we keep egging on this game. And, 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 and eventually, like action video to like Clue Land, and we could just sit and eat popcorn. <laughs> we're gonna we have to do every a, other I've, game that we've t- we've done a video on. We're gonna have to do like an intellectual discourse on fuck Clue Land, <laughs> <laughs> and on why we'll never touch it. Yeah, why we'll never play Clue Land <laughs> again. <laughs> why we'll never get past the menu screen. <laughs> Oh, you know, I I feel bad because I feel like there's probably like one guy that loves Cluckoo Land, and he's gonna like listen to our show at some point and be like, "What?" <laughs> well, I, I kind of want to see the reviews now. For Cluckoo Land, this is going off. Wait, should we? Should we? Should we end the show? <laughs> no, I got to see the top re- review for Cluckoo Land on Amazon. It's gonna say "fuck oh. Cluckoo Land." You know what it is. <sighs> Dude, did you listen to the Mario on on Amazon? <laughs> did you listen to the Mario Odyssey uh, map out? Yeah, but I stopped. It was pretty long. I stopped halfway through. Dude, at the end, they went on a whole fucking tangent about <laughs> Clue Clue Land. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll put it in the timestamps. <laughs> Good lord. Oh no. Fucking it has Clue one Clue rating Land. on Amazon. Four stars. Oh, what, oh, can you read it? Well, believe it or not, I still enjoy playing this game even to this day. Easy to pick up and play. Just added it to the collection. What a review. Oh. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever, dude. <laughs> I think you, yeah, whatever. You take a little more time to play your games before you start reviewing them. Yeah, have you ever, have you ever played a game before? Maybe that was the first time playing a game. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't actually believe it. He said believe it or not. So, Is it Ripley? So that's where I said. I don't believe it. Ripley's believe it or not. <laughs> Amazon. Did did this guy enjoy Cuckoo Land? It's still a mystery. Has this guy played Mario Odyssey? Is this, yeah, probably not. 
but you should at home or on the bus yeah despite you can take all the switch. of our kind of like pin what is it like picking on it or like pin well that's that's the point of a map out teddy well i mean i know but like you know it may it may sound like we're we're like harsh but i mean i think the fact of the matter is that it, it it's really redeeming in so many ways not to the point where you shouldn't play it like i think you can map out a game and say like oh you shouldn't play it but like i think with the mario odyssey map out the key thing to keep in mind is that you know it is map worthy and it it is it does inform you like it it enlightens you know where even though it's not perfect you know it has it has potential i think that's that's the key we don't thing. we don't map out games we don't like mhm we don't we're oh, not up Kluku here mapping Land. out Kluku we're Land not is in the future ah, we're not mapping out bubsy <laughs> you know we're not we're not mapping out all these shitty games so the fact that we are mapping out we have to critique something we already like is hard Mm-hmm. Mm. But I, but I feel like it does kind of let us see the game at, from less of a nostalgic or fanboy viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it makes I, us I view mean, the game. You know, you know, guys at home. I mean, we're at two oh four. You know, I I can't believe you've listened for this long. Um, please let us know what you've been thinking of the map out series. I hope you like it. Spencer, you can comment t- today. Yeah, well, I mean, you can always comment, Spencer. No, know. not on the Sega videos. Well, if he's nice, I don't really mind. <laughs> I always, I always enjoy Spencer sarcasm, um, and humor and point of view. But, um, you know, Map Out is probably one of my favorite of our series that we do, and you know, I'm, I'm always looking for some feedback on it. So, and just like and it's the hardest. We work the hardest on these videos. That's absolutely true. Or this episode, true. what do you want to call them? Mm-hmm. You know, so. so it's it'd be greatly appreciated to smash that subscribe button, like that bell, uh, notify your subscribers, tell your mom and dad, tell your mailman, go to the uh, post office, post, uh, send us a copy of Clue Clue Land. We will burn it, but not before we review it. <laughs> no, and I do like bell peppers, <laughs> so you know. Just say. Do you want to? Do you want to send you a bell pepper? You can. Okay. Well, I mean, you should have brought that up in the food kingdom. Maybe if they had more bell peppers. <laughs> Mario Odyssey doesn't have enough bell peppers. Damn it. <laughs> Let's go sure. out on that. I'm at GameStop, and a guy's like, "Hey, uh, I just bought a Switch. Have you played this Mario Odyssey game?" I'm like, "Not enough bell peppers, dude. No, no, needs <laughs> no. more bell peppers. Not enough fucking bell peppers in that game. They get the Mushroom Kingdom, but they were missing out on the Bell Pepper Kingdom. Yeah, the Bell Pepper Kingdom. Like, yeah, come please. on, dude. Like, the hollowed up peppers as, as like little homes, and like, I don't know. Wait, is is that weird? Like, because like the toads are mushrooms, so like, would the would the residents be mushrooms? I just holy shit, Teddy. Toads are like little mushroom guys, right? And they live okay. and they live in mushroom houses. Are they living in themselves? <laughs> so you find out next room. time on this episode of Game Theory. <laughs> Intellectual discourse on the toads. <laughs> Game theory. <laughs> uh, Five Nights at Freddy's or something. I don't know. Came up with a great conclusion. 
<laughs> okay. You should probably get off here. Yeah, probably. It's hard to get off. This is the map out is forever. The map out is forever. Uh, <laughs> Yahoo! Uh, Super uh, Mario Odyssey! Okay, bye, everybody. Hey, y'all. Don't forget to subscribe to them button mappers.